0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word: Broomgate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio.
2: Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean, well,
3: I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes. So don't you try to. Joe, you're an idiot really disloyal person.
4: This is the Cuse Militia.
2: Now, Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullsh**
5: thing I've seen in 30 years. What's up, orange men and ladies? Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the Militia, rate, review, subscribe. If you listen on iTunes, we appreciate that. And thank you to everybody who already has done so. Welcome. Syracuse put up a valiant effort against number one Clemson. They showed us all basically that there's still something to root for, despite the Tigers dropping the Orange 47-21. to And when we were coming into this game, the spread was 46 and... You know, you, you looked at it and you're like, "Man, that's a lot of points, but I don't know, man, maybe Clemson can cover." And Syracuse goes and although there are no moral victories, so don't don't count me in on, on in that group, but when you look when you look at the game, there's a lot of good to come out of it. Look, they got smoked at the, at the end of the game. They're just obviously they got there's just so much talent and athleticism on Clemson. It just was tough. And even if you have full capacity and 100% healthy and you don't commit turnovers, that game's going to be tough to win. And here we are, depleted with injuries, and, you know, you've got um, four turnovers. And so, obviously, um, that just makes things that much more hard. But, like I said, no moral victories. But, Joe, there's a lot of good stuff to take out of this game, right?
2: No, absolutely. I mean, first, it comes down to – when you start losing games the way that we're losing games and everything, uh, and people start calling for the coach, people start to expect to see that team, kind of the coach kind of lose the team, right? Um, and obviously, you see these kids out there, they're still trying to get better, play disciplined, um, and just progress, and they're playing for the coach. So, And we saw the recruits' reactions um, this past week or so um, that are coming in next year, and how uh they have the support of, of coach and everything like that. So again, um I told you after the game that uh after we lost to Vito and I saw how we played against Duke and Liberty and, and such, um that I did, I was kind of on the um the side of that we might not win another game. And I think that this past Saturday kind of changed that re- that thought re- process. Re for me.
5: reignited that hope. In, in pulling out a couple more, one or a couple maybe even victories. Just a lot to build off of, in my opinion. And, you know, you got breakout star and Garrett Williams, uh, you know, which was just a breath of fresh air, man. This kid, man. And I listened to his post-game press conference, and he was saying, you know, they're all on social media. They follow all the big names in Syracuse media. And they hear what there is being said about them, versus via the writer's standpoint, in in you know all of the outlets. And he's like, "Look, we we we're on there. We see it. We read it. And when it's negative, we just use it as motivation. So that's good because there's plenty of <laughs> negative stuff to read. So yeah, man, he's got some stat out there. He's
2: like number one in the nation for. Uh, he's been thrown to thirty times without giving up a, a touchdown. So he's been giving up. He's been thrown at the most times without giving up a, a tight end or a touchdown in um, college football right now. So uh, he's an underrated guy for sure. And him being redshirt um, freshman, it's just, I mean, for years to come, I hope I hope he doesn't leave early if this tra- trajectory continues. But uh, he did talk about in his presser, like you said. Uh, how he worked and how he knew because of how hard he worked and everything from his redshirt year last year that uh, that he was going to be in the mix and uh, I'm glad to see that he's carved out a role.
5: Yeah, and you know, a, a huge um, confidence booster for him. He can do it. He's obviously a talented kid and um, just a breath of fresh air. Just a really humble, down to earth kid. I thought his I thought his press conference was. No, oh, yeah. Just top notch. Yeah. yeah, like Class Act yeah. guy. So anyway. Hey, and Malpulano
2: did pretty good too. Both those corners played really, yeah, really they,
5: well. The, the whole well, we'll we'll get into it. The, yes, the whole yes. defense played great. So anyway, um we're gonna hear from Coach, then you're gonna hear more from us, and then we're gonna hear from you. But like I said, uh coach first, here's what Coach Babers had to say in the postgame press conference.
3: Well, I just think you're playing a very exceptional football team and you just can't you, know, you can't make mistakes if you're going to have turnovers, which we've had we had in the second half, and if you don't match those turnovers on the other side of the defense, which we were doing early, you know, it's just hard to stay with a team like this. You've got to get lucky. They've got to give some to you, and then you got to play almost a perfect game. And we, we gave a really good effort. I'm really proud of the effort that the guys, guys gave. I really did believe that they were fighting out there, but just too much firepower on the other side. He did a, he did a fantastic job of obviously reading the quarterback's eyes and getting the pick. And then for he ran that ball. I mean, we may have a new punt return, kickoff return. And he pushed that thing up the sideline, and I thought he could have kept it there. But then, you know, that's the reason why I'm old and he's young. He saw something and broke it to the right. Then he walked in, you know, four or five yards with the ball, showcasing the ball. I am sitting there going, wow. You know, here, here's another young guy showing up, just letting you know how young this team is. And for him to make a play like that on a stage like this against a team like that. Uh, hopefully he's going to be around here a long, long while. You know, Sean couldn't finish, uh, you know, lower body, lower body thing. You got to see how it goes. But uh, my hat goes off to that young man. I mean, at halftime, for us to be in a game like this and for him to have more yards at halftime than ETN, I was here going, he was really, really running well. So I really hope that, uh, you know, he's able to come back with us. But I'll tell you what, he has had a, an eye-opening uh first half of the season and I'm really excited for him and his family you know let let me t- let me take it to this right here okay because I'm, I'm a pitcher guy uh, Smurf had an opportunity for an interception it touched his hand and he didn't catch it and then it popped up and then it touched his hand again and he didn't catch it and then he had a third opportunity to catch it and then it hit the ground And I'm sitting there, and all I could think about is Trevor Payne's first pass that went into the dirt, Uh, uh, Justin Barron's first that he caught, and then the guy ripped it out versus Liberty, I mean, it may not be his first pass, but his first big pass. And I'm just thinking, I just can't wait for these guys to turn into sophomores because he's not going to make that mistake again. But you've got to allow him to make a mistake the first time. Hannah, with the fumble that was on the sidelines when all he had to do was just – calm down, take a deep breath, last game, and pick it up on the sideline, maybe running it for a touchdown. Instead, he jumps on it like a baby seal on ice and slides the ball out of bounds when there's nobody else around. And you know, they're gonna get older and they're gonna get bigger and they get better. And I'm gonna have to take all these lumps until they do. But they're coming to a theater near you where they're gonna be older and they're gonna be better. And then hopefully I won't have to take so many lumps.
5: All right. The coach montage is brought to us by a title sponsor of the Q's Militia. And that is betonline.ag. Look, the, 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 most of the stands are, are still empty. So how can you get in on the action, we ask? Well, I have the perfect idea for you. Head over to BetOnline. Ag footballs in full effect. Teams strutting their stuff. The MLB playoffs are wrapping up. We got the World Series. You can still hit that up. Um, now you might not be able to get to a game this year, as we spoke about. We can still get in on the action at Bet Online. They're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. Okay, so um, with that said, I'm gonna hit up the good, bad, and the ugly. Look, there's there's plenty there's plenty of good to go around, and I could have made this list. I could have just done the whole thing good to be honest with you. And like I said, no moral victories, but there's so much good to take from this game, really. Uh, the Orange Run defense, that's been their Achilles heel, Achilles heel the last three games, most recently giving up 338 yards to Liberty. Uh, they held a dangerous Clemson rushing game to 147 yards, keeping ATN under his average of 6.5 coming into the game to 5.4. I'll take that. Sean Tucker, he continued to impress before leaving the game with an injury, 63 yards and a touchdown on 10 carries. We talked about redshirt freshman Garrett Williams. He becomes the first college athlete to turn a Trevor Lawrence pick into a touchdown and he also led the Orange in tackles with eight, one for a loss and two pass deflections. Anthony Queeley, he had his best game of his young career so far, five receptions for 58 yards. Nikeem Johnson, he also impressed with one catch for 83 yards, a touchdown. He also racked up 59 yards on the ground with two carries. They covered the spread. Look, that was a huge thing coming into this game. They covered the spread. All in all, there was plenty of good and and um, you could take away a ton of it from this game. I thought they fought hard. They never gave up against the number one team in the country. They gave them a run for their money for, you know, two and a half quarters, which is kind of what we wanted. Like, we we were talking, like, let's do this for a half and see what happens. Almost three. And Almost three. Yeah, it was really close. The bad. Uh, we don't know the extent of Sean Tucker's injury in the last, um, you know, last we checked, at least I didn't – I hadn't heard anything. I checked before we came on. So he was able to to walk off the field on his own, right? So <laughs> – um Taj Harris he did not travel with the team we all uh, know that by now that's bad uh the ugly again missed opportunities as we watch some growing pains in these young players uh you heard coach talk about the uh, possible interception uh Greenwood had his hand on that thing three different times and so close every single time he was so close Mm. so and look one more thing of the ugly it has to be brought up. I acknowledge Culpepper has been thrust into a difficult position, but I'm going to call ugly when I see it. Four turnovers for Rex, three interceptions and a fumble. Um, one of the interceptions in the end zone. A fumble, though, probably the worst of them, I guess, uh, really turned the tide of the game, resulting in seven points for Clemson. And that was the beginning of the end for, end for the Orange in Death Valley. So, Joe, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think, you know, there's a lot of positives to take, okay? But, um, you limit a couple of those turnovers, mainly that, that fumble and the interception in the end zone, you get both of those back. I mean, this could, this could have been a nail biter the way I see it.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown you were talking about, that was with a minute and 26 left in the third quarter. So when we talk about almost three quarters, I mean, that was a 27, 21 game at that point. Yeah. And, uh. Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of, of your um, positives, obviously. The young defense, we heard it over and over again. It's all the broadcasters kept talking about, and they were making play after play, especially our secondary. Um, I even thought that, um, that Smurf Greenwood had a chance to get a pick six early in the game if he would have just yeah. um, broke on the ball because it was just a little stop, and he broke on it, but he took the, his eyes off the ball and played the defender and then kind of lost the ball. But if he would have just... Just been on the ball the whole time. That could have been a pick six. So um, our defense, you could tell, it definitely gave them trouble. And they came to play, and, and I was definitely glad for that. And I did not know what was going to happen with Taj Harris. Obviously, when he didn't make the trip, we kind of knew what was up. Also, Troy Williams, I don't believe, made the trip either. Um, he didn't play this week. So um, kind of hoping that's not a situation where when he came in last week, he, like, Tweaked something or re-injured something. Um, I remember his father saying something about what him going in and playing yeah, without he, him really he, wanting he, to, right? And he, he I, mean, I don't know if play. that's kind right. of a, you know, he went back in and got hurt thing because obviously he didn't make this trip, so
5: obviously again, not fully recovered, Joe, and probably, I mean, just to piggyback off that real quick, maybe not risking, uh, not worth risking, um, you know, any more injury to whatever um, Trill has going on. You know, one of those things where it's like, you know, just better off just take the week and come back strong. Um, yep. You know, against Wake Forest, so at home.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Sean Tucker. I mean, there's, it's crazy that we talked about uh, the buy seller hold and what ATN's average was going to be, and Tucker it ended up being lower. Out. Yeah. And we actually we rushed for more yards than they did, so um, we were overall pretty good on the penalty side. Uh, other than the fact that I mean, five penalties for thirty-five yards, so. But it wasn't. There, some of them were in timely situations. There was somewhere it was third and two, turned it into a third and seventh, So some of those were drive enders. Um, and um, obviously the turnovers, and a lot of that has to do with again, like you talked about the quarterback situation. And ah, we weren't going to put anybody else other than Rex Culpepper out there against uh, Clemson. And he played formidable, and he did what he could do. They set some good plays up, uh, had a good game plan for him. You can notice, I don't know, um, with all the with the little pads that everybody had when they were looking at the plays and stuff. Um, I think that's something that they probably went back and did to simplify sim- simplify. simplify, the offense. Uh, they definitely slowed it down, like how we talked about. Yeah, they which weren't was, going as fast-paced, right? And,
5: and let's be, let's let's talk about that for a second, because, I mean, don't you think that should be the game plan going forward? Yeah, yeah. for the near future, right? <laughs> yeah, not, even,
2: yeah. not even with Rex Culpepper, because you saw that we kind of lulled them to sleep with short passes and the run game was working. The safeties came up and then you saw what happened when we went fast the one time and Nike Johnson got that 83 yard touchdown pass, right? Because we were running effectively. We were going slow, running down the clock. And then all of a sudden, boom, we get up, get up to the line, call play, run fast. And uh, we catch them off guard and the safety's not up top. And Nikeem Johnson does have speed to do that. So um, for our receivers to do what they did uh, without, um, Taj, there. I was. I was pretty happy. Didn't really see too much Benson, um, Hackett. Um, he, he dropped that one ball that would have been a surefire first down. So again, we still were making too many mistakes where we probably took some points off the board. But those fourth quarter turnovers, a couple of those, obviously that fumble recovery, and then uh, for a touchdown, and then those other interceptions later on, um, which were pretty bad. But I know he's just trying to make something happen down two possessions, right? So. Um overall, I mean, you can't be upset with what you saw. And um, it was actually interesting to see uh, who next in line was, right? I mean, you really can't yeah. call it next in line, next yeah. in line. But then Jacoby Morgan, Morgan came in. Yeah. and so He didn't, he didn't uh, get to throw
5: the ball. I would have liked to have seen him drop back and throw the ball. But I understand. I understand. I do. I agree with it, not doing that. But it would been you know, nice kudos, to see. And kudos to Cooper Lutz. Yeah, he'd came in there. In he'd did a opinion, good job, yes. Yeah.
2: Right, because he played running back in high school, and I've I watched this tape. I remember him; mean, it was pretty good. But then they said he was moving him to slot receiver, and he had red and everything. And I mean, these are the only type of minutes that he's played at all this year. And he went from slot receiver back to running back because of our depth. And then Sean Tucker goes out like that. So for him to go in there against Clemson, and I mean, I know yeah he kind of got overpowered on that block where Cole Pepper got uh, where he fumbled, but for the most part they did a lot better. And again, kudos to the coaching staff for kind of simplifying that and getting a game plan out there. Uh, that kind of, uh, is catered more to our, our offense. So
5: yeah, more of that, more of
2: that. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that when you do more of that and you, you continue down that, that road, especially you're going to have to do that with younger quarterbacks as well. If you plan on bringing any of them in, if, if some of them are better passers, then uh, Cole Pepper eventually, because they are going to need practice to get prepared. But, um, you're gonna to have to do what you have to do to to be competitive, and uh, this past week was the first step.
5: Yeah, and look, I think the buy seller holds they they fit appropriate with this game. If I do say so myself, I mean I did come up with them, but I'm just saying. You know, we talked about holding uh, ETN. That was that was one of them, right? We assumed he was yep. just gonna walk all over us. Well, he he got banged up a little bit, a couple different times. And came, yeah. in, came in and out. Didn't really play a full game, really. And, um, you know, <laughs> it happens. At some point, I was wondering what he was in there for. <laughs> like, I know, right? They're right?
2: up 14, 17 points yeah. at the end.
5: I don't know if he yeah. was trying to get the ACC
2: record against us, yeah. but I'm uh, glad yeah, it didn't well, happen. Yeah, anymore. I'm
5: glad it didn't happen, too. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he didn't have many yards to go, right? He only had, what he had, to, he yeah. had to get like 130 coming into that game, right? Something like that. Something
2: like that. I think he was close He's yeah. like 30, he, 40 yards away.
5: So. Yeah, he ended up with. 86 yards so he was probably about 40 away and um of course we are all going to be thankful that we didn't have to watch that and look back to back to the buy seller holds we got the pick on lawrence man you know we were all pretty confident about that if he stayed in the game long enough syracuse was going to pick him off and should add more than one yeah i know and you get the pick six well when the one when smurf dropped that one and i'm like that was it that was oh, the no, one. It's not
3: going to happen, right? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> "Son of a bitch!"
5: But, um, you know, with with Garrett Williams coming in and doing what he did, and and, and taking it to the house—the first time it's ever happened in Trevor Lawrence's college career—that's huge, man. That's yeah. huge. You just picked and off. To of, me, that wasn't even his best play. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I don't game. know. It was pretty good. Oh <laughs> no, no it was good. obviously
2: it's good because it ends up with six points, right? Uh, but as far as, I don't know if you remember, it was a real deep pass to that Amari Rogers and he had initially caught it, but he rolled over. And as he rolled over, Garrett Williams came in and punched it out to me. That's, I mean, that right there, you had a retro freshman making that play against a receiver like that. Just
5: played great defense. The defense was stellar, man. And the thing about it is, I think, I mean, we had something to do with it is, is, is taken longer on offense, man. At least they got breaks. They were. Yeah. They did a good job at moving the ball just enough when they didn't score, to allow the defense to take a breather and not just go three and out in thirty seconds and have you know have to f- flip the field again and get back on the field. They didn't wear them out. No. I think the defense and part of
2: that is the offense too.
5: Yeah, with the play calling and everything.
2: Well, if you're going fast, 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 and you have a bunch of new uh, personnel, sure. younger personnel, right. and stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there was probably some communication issues as to why. Uh, we really weren't, um, you know, basically doing the things that we were supposed to do right uh, on these plays, right? If they're not everyone's on the same page, um, but the coaches continually go fast, fast. Oh, we're going to go fast, fast. But the players actually just need it to slow down a little bit until they can get a little bit faster. Um, then, I mean, you got to you got to walk before you can run, right? And with some of these guys, um, that's kind of the situation. So I'm really, really glad to see. Uh, that that we trying to kind of change the way that um that we did our offense and, and I think it worked. Obviously, I mean, they didn't get sacked as much. We ran the ball. I mean, Sean Tucker averaged six point three yards a carry. That might be our starter. Abdul Adams, Jarvion Howard next year. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah, you know what? That's a great point because you know, and he's going to get the year under his belt, and he'd probably played next year anyway. Now he's he's fighting for a starting position. You're right. And this
2: guy, he's he's big for a redshirt freshman, and he's a guy that is so low to the ground, and he he's got good vision too. I mean, we've seen it over and over, and you saw it against Clemson too. So uh, that was unexpected, and maybe slowing it down helped the offensive line as well. So hopefully, uh, it just gets it just gets more improved, and who knows, maybe here in the near future we'll have, you know, some type of quarterback challenge or a quarterback battle, or maybe we'll be playing two quarterbacks. So, yeah, I mean, you never really know, but that's kind of like, that's a transition. So
5: I still want to see what Jacoby and Morgan can do. More of a dual threat guy, you know. I want to see what any of them can do. I know. Well, me too. But they obviously saw something in him to at least put him in there and hand the ball off, right?
2: It could be to the point where he just knows enough of the offense to call the plays and get up there and make it happen. Um. But I did want to ask you one question. What did you think about that block punt?
5: Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that. Was, I mean, it was great. It caught me off guard. It
2: definitely caught me off guard, right? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't expect blocking Clemson's yeah, punt. But yeah. what did you think? What did you think about like after it, like when the guy just jumped on it and you saw like the guys and they looked, looked like they were mad at him? Oh no, I didn't notice
5: it. I didn't, no, no, I didn't. Why is this thing getting like it's crackly of against this team? Oh, my gosh. It's so annoying. Go ahead. Well, I
2: just think it's one of the things with this team where the defense and special teams and everything, they're looking at it like any time they have a chance to score, then they want to try. Because I'm mean, not to shoot down the offense, but the offense is kind of thrown away a lot of points that the defense— kind of tried to help him with with turnovers so it was just one of those things where the guy jumped down on him but like there was other guys around him that were kind of yelling at him like you should have tried to scoop and score um because there wasn't too many people around so uh, i thought that was just pretty pretty funny because you I, can kind of see a little bit of the mentality of that part because the defense and the special teams i mean they've been making good plays all year
5: yeah and i didn't i didn't i didn't realize it and that's my bad but i'll be honest with you. I, I understand that, but just fall on the thing at this point. We had trouble falling on one last game. Just 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 secure it. That's all I ask.
2: Well, no, to your point, Art, we had an offensive lineman that had a chance to just jump on the ball that that Culpepper fumbled.
5: Yeah, that's true too. And, and, and I tried thought he to did. Pick it up. Yeah, yeah.
2: It was one of those. He tried to pick I, it up, but then he kicked it. <laughs>
5: it. Yeah, it actually took me to watch it a second time to realize what exactly happened. So. um I didn't see it, and
4: when it was live, I didn't realize what had happened. I took the replay just to... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollar sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. The NBA finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
6: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download
4: the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
5: To show me, but that was the air out of the bags. So, all right, yeah, right, you've heard from us. We are going to hear from you and fan feedback. But first, of course, we got to go through the rigmarole again. Okay? So, betonline.ag. You might not be able to get to a game this year, but still get in on all of the action. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to BetOnline today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, BetOnline. And did you know that Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This is a nose and ear hair trimmer and provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps to prevent nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate holes being your nose and ears. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it's waterproof, which makes it for easy operation and cleaning. It is the only nose hair trimmer on the market today with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes before a recharge. So, if you're like Joe and you're pulling nose hairs out with your fingers constantly making your eyes water, cut it out. Cut it out. Go ahead. Head over to Manscaped.com. Dot com. Get 20% off in free shipping if you use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go over there. This pairs nicely with the Lawnmower 3.0. And by the way, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. So stop being nasty. The other 21%, maybe, maybe you got you a 21%er, but I doubt it. Okay, head over to Manscaped.com. Thank you, betonline.he. Thank you, Manscaped.com. That was one time, man. What do you mean? One time what? You you plucked your nose here with your fingers? Man, I see you. You are on camera. I see you all the time.
1: It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house All right this is the part of the show
5: where we go over your thoughts okay Head over to the socials at Cuse Militia on Twitter, at Cuse Militia on Facebook. at the end of each game I'll ask for your thoughts. you give them to us and we will uh, check them out. So basically what we've got here if I can get to it, all right we had so much that I'm not gonna we're not gonna spend a ton of time. some of these just need to be said. And you know what I'm saying? And I just wanted Mm -hmm. to, I just did not see any, I didn't see any negativity at all, which was like unheard of, especially in a loss. So anyway, um, Brandon on Facebook says they played awesome for two and a half quarters. Robert on Facebook, nothing to complain about. Very impressed with the guts they showed they were in this game without the turnovers probably comes close to our point, Joe, you know, you take away the two. I mean you might even be able to get by with two turnovers. But you take away the yeah. two that stopped stopped possible scores for us and then obviously they got uh, seven points off the fumble and you know you're talking There was to- an
2: interception that was almost returned as well. So and yeah. the thing with us is that we had very timely p- penalties and very timely drops. We had probably two or three drops that would have been first downs and probably three penalties that stopped first downs. So um It's kind of just the – that's what happens, right?
5: Yeah, it is what it is. Top fan, Tim, on Facebook. Dino had them ready to play, but as expected, Clemson was too much for these young fellas to handle. Not great, but not bad. I'll take that from Tim all day. Mike on Mm -hmm. Facebook. uh, Covered the spread. Defense did the best they could. Offense is still a disaster regardless of who's under center. Okay, so maybe there was some negative. So maybe there was some negative. But you know what? As far as the offense went, way better looking than they had. If if Syracuse plays, let's see. I'm going to make a bold statement. Maybe, maybe it's not even that bold. If if, Syracu- if Syracuse plays the way they did against Clemson, they beat Liberty. What do you think? I mean, we'll never know, but I'm going to stick Probably with it. Probably Liberty that. and Duke. It's a possibility. Uh, Dominic on Facebook. By the way, Dominic goes on Twitter and he tells me I'm going over to Facebook because I want to become a top fan. Well, guess what, Dominic? Keep working at it. I see no badge here. (laughs) So I'm really excited because they took advantage of Clemson sleepwalking. Not the outcome I wanted, but I'm so glad that Dino hasn't lost the team. That's a solid, solid good point right there. Um, two big points. Tucker has more yards at the end of the first half than ATN, and Garrett Williams has the most targets in, oh, we talked about that, in the country for a DB is not giving up a TD. Uh, two, uh, two freshmen. Future looks bright as in, at those two positions. Absolutely, but look, go back to his first point that he makes, because it's the most important one, I think, is that you you look at what we've been through with everything and in in, in in coach and the the failing that we've we've had on both sides of the ball and Dino obviously still has not lost the team. This team came to play. Oh. Dino had them ready, and I think that's wildly important. Wicked, yeah. as we say up north, it's wicked important.
2: And and I can't remember in the past whether or not uh, a Marone or a Schaefer team or even a Greg Robinson team, even though I'm pretty sure um, if either of those coaches, they, they lost the team and they just like tanked. I mean, we lost to Akron with Greg Robinson. So I'm sure it happened with him, but like at home, wasn't
5: it at home? Yeah.
2: This is what I mean about culture. This is what I mean about getting a guy in there that, I mean, I know everyone wants to see the wins, the losses, everything like that. But I mean, it says something when you just go and you lose to Duke and Liberty and you're having the season that you're having and, all your commits from twenty twenty one are still staying positive, and your team comes out and responds like that. Uh, it just says something, and it says that you know the coaches and, and Babers and the people that they have surrounded those players. Um, they're still the faith, and they still believe, and they understand, and they know that they're young, and they know that the best is 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 coming.
5: Yeah, and you know, I think it goes without saying to Dino's character, and the one thing I wish he would would do. He kinda of did. They they readjusted the offense. I feel like that should have come sooner, and I'm not a coach, so I don't really know if they were trying to or what was going on or if it just took that long to implement, but I think it came at the right time going into Clemson to, to do what they right. did there and then coming back here and we but got two that games a
2: lot's a lot's what we've talked about. I mean, you've emphasized the spring, I've emphasized the the new coordinators and how we were a little bit behind the eight ball than most teams, especially with um Experience coming back, and with um, some health issues and some opt outs, so uh, maybe it just took this long. And then I mean, with Devito going did. down,
3: yeah. and maybe,
2: and then I mean, with Devito going down, then it definitely was like okay. Let's, maybe it took the Liberty yeah. game for them to be like, yeah. So this, the, what we want to do is just we, not even an option.
5: We just don't have the personnel for this. Let's let's right. scratch it and try something different. Let's 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 do we we'll do what we can with the personnel we got. like I said,
2: they were trying to some they're asking some people to run before they knew how to walk as far as the system and everything going also while learning and, you know, uh, new systems and new ways that coaches coach. So uh, maybe that's just what the issue is. Um, But obviously, we all know our number one issue is the quarterback room.
5: Yeah, obviously, uh, Joe T on Facebook. I really enjoyed seeing this team play a really competitive game against the number one team in the nation. Our running was solid. And when possible, our receivers made the catches. That's another thing. Didn't have a ton of drop balls. Well done for this young team. Go orange. By the way, the defense was awesome. Yeah. Not a lot of drop balls. The defense we talked about, they stayed in the game. The pretty much the entire time. I mean, you got some garbage time in there when you just, you know, doing what you do, but, um, Really good. I mean, all around as far as that goes, and you know. I'm yep. not, and, and by the way, I'm not. Don't 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 confuse my positivity or the the positive things I have to say with like like I'm like this is satisfying to me. The game was not satisfying to me. I don't want to lose. Okay. What is satisfying to me is really in the point that Dominic made. It makes a great point in that <clears throat> this team's still fighting. And and like I said at the beginning of the show, they they showed us that there's still there's still a reason to come and watch games and cheer them on. That they're still fighting, so we should support them. That's what. Yeah. I – Because after Liberty, guys, I got to be honest. I was like, you know, I was I wasn't giving up by any means. But we did hear a lot of that. But I needed to see something. I think I said it. I needed to see something, and I did. So I'm I'm I feel good about it. I feel good about yeah, it. Yeah. You
2: know, I saw a whole bunch of tweets from non SU fans, just college football fans and uh, sports writers and all these other stuff. And, like, tweets like, you know, never once coming into this Saturday did I think that Clemson and Syracuse was going to garner my attention. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's what made, like, I know you said no moral victories, but what made me satisfied about that whole situation was that Clemson had fans. We went down to South Carolina and we've kind of been that little. Just that pesky little fly, you know, that pesky little fly that just follows you around everywhere. Right. And you just can't kill it. You won't let it go away. And I mean, we've only beat them once, but it just seems like they just always have a tough time with us. And it's just it's just one of those things, whether they sleep on us when they're not supposed to or whether we injure their quarterback. It's to watch those fans be so quiet and being in the third quarter and then we get that pick six. Like I said, people keep saying two and a half quarters. I'm going to say three quarters cuz it was a minute and 26 before that damn fumble for a touchdown. Yeah, and it was a 6-point game. But you could see the fans, they weren't they weren't loud. They expected to come in here and whoop. I mean think about it. It was 46 something point spread. Everyone thought that there's a lot of people that were like, oh, they got it. They're going to get this. And they only scored 47 points. Yeah. So I mean, just to put that in perspective, so uh, that's just a situation where I loved watching those Clemson fans squirming in the third quarter when Garrett Williams returned that touchdown. And we had that Nikeem Johnson touch and, it just, and got it within six points. That was the satisfaction of the day for me.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Timothy on Facebook, proud of the boys in Orange, put up a fight today. Only down six halfway through the third before the fumble return TD by Clemson. Go Orange. As We, we got Joe, he notated the time on that. I'm going to take his word for it. Um, at Boy on Twitter, game isn't played on pa- paper. I'm super proud of this team giving Clemson a battle for most of the game. They blocked out all of the naysayers on social media all week, saying Syracuse would lose by 46 or more. Williams is a stud. Build off this for Wake. Let's go Orange. Yeah, let's, And that's the main. That's kind of like the main takeaway for me. Like let's let's build off of this. Take all of these goods and it kind of for me a little bit, especially in the offensive end. It does it does hinge somewhat on what Sean Tucker's condition is going into Wake because, obviously, they lose a lot there with Sean Tucker sitting on the bench. Um, Yeah. At Matt Sherman, 52, well, Garrett Williams needs some love. He's the future. He won't have to watch the ETM. We won't have to watch the ETM breaking the ACC Russian mark highlight against us. That's huge. It's a great point, the highlight, the highlight. Um, Overall, with the depth we have – uh, right now, I'm not upset. Hope we can come out and beat Wake. Um, I got that RN meaning right now, but guys, I normally I wouldn't get that. <laughs> I, I pre I pre-read this, and I said, "Hey, <laughs> I asked my son what's RN." Oh, right now, yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, um, <laughs> at E Donovan ninety one. I spell see. I spell out my when I text. I spell it. I just yeah. I no, just me spell it for the most part. You no, know, you use N as like. Cookies and And? cream. No, N. Yeah, instead of and, you use an N. Yeah. Yeah, that's lazy. At e Donovan 91 Garrett Williams is going to be a major problem. Hopefully, Sean Tucker is okay. Good young core. Missed the presence of Taj Harris for sure. The QB play was poor. Definitely need Tommy DeVito to return healthy next year for him to take the step. So, look, we talked having Tommy DeVito next year, I think – Will be good. Uh, He does. He's going to get that extra year eligibility too, and also, you know, there was, you know, there. I think Syracuse is interested in looking in the in the portal, and I think probably Syracuse maybe should have, would have, could have already, and maybe they have, but they should. That's what I was going
2: to say. Deservingly so.
5: Yeah, maybe they have. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. But if they haven't, they should be, and if they are. They're going to need to do something. In my opinion, they're really going to need to do something in the off season. Uh, start on it now and work it out for for next year's campaign. In my opinion.
2: No, I mean, have he even came out and said what's wrong with uh, Tommy yet?
5: No, they have not, and haven't been getting a timeline. Everybody stopped asking. So.
2: Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, I saw him with a little scooter on the sideline, like it was an Achilles injury, because that's the only injury I see with somebody like that. But um, it could just be a foot injury as well, and they just wanted to keep him off, and that's the easiest easiest way to do it. Um, but I'm still waiting, waiting to hear from that. Um, just like everybody else,
5: I have to apologize seeing this tweet right here. So, at Turf on Fire, he says, "Love the fight." Garrett Williams and Tucker are the future. Absolutely, Dome Nachos on Twitter. Look, I I put out a tweet asking for people's good, bad, and ugly. I'm gonna let the fans put together a good, bad, and ugly. Okay. And I might add stuff that I see that's missing, but I'm going to let them, I'm going to put one together with them. So I did put it out on Twitter, but I deleted it. And Dom Dom Nachos, he must have seen it. And he he gave his own, but I forgot to pull it. So that's my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to waste your time with that. At Oil Q's, our buddy Captain Patrick, uh, just them staying in this game means the season isn't a complete and total throwaway. And by the way, that means a lot. Our buddy Tim yep. and our buddy Pat, when they're positive, there's no reason to be negative, right? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> when
2: they're positive, then we pretty much got the the temperature of the room, and mostly everybody else is positive, right? So, yeah,
5: right. That's that's. Uh, I think that's I fair mean, to say.
2: And they were probably just like right there with me at the end of the first quarter. Like here we go, seventeen nothing. Thought it would have been more, but uh, yeah. that second yeah. and third quarter. Minus that last, you know, that fumble for a touchdown, right? Yeah, Yeah. that um, we were right there, and it changed my perspective of um, just how the season was going to go as well. And I I just hope that they just keep going in a positive positive, uh, way, maybe get some guys back healthy that we've forgotten about because they haven't played this whole time, (laughs) Um, and get some wins. I mean, if you can do this against Clemson, and get up for Clemson, albeit maybe they m- maybe slept on us um, and didn't come out all fired up. I'm
5: not sure. I'm not real sure about that. I'm really not. I think. I think they're just. I think they just get. They got rattled. I really think that we play with with so much fire on defense. I think they got rattled. You could see Trevor Lawrence is probably worst game of the season.
2: Yeah. Well, I wanted to give you that sports that the broadcaster version because I was going to say the same thing. Is that all the broadcast? Oh, they, you know, the sleepy, this, this, and that. Clemson came out and scored in a minute and a half.
5: Yeah, they were up seventeen really, nothing. What did they sleep They were up seventeen
2: nothing at So it's it's one of those things where the broadcast just kept saying that, and other people said it even after the game. I, it I like, disagree oh, finally, with it. Finally, woke up. Finally, this, this, and that. And I'm like, I finally just think that you know they kind of got over that hump that you know we just didn't have the depth and the experience to get over, right? And we just started making more mistakes.
5: And look, there was you know, there was the there was the Garrett Williams play, and we can talk about it a hundred times, and it's still fantastic, and I won't get old. But awesome. that was a huge turning point in that game. It's freaking quieted the crowd for like in a quarter and a half almost, and it was just after that play, things were different, and Trevor Lawrence yeah. was Trevor Lawrence was was not himself. So you know. I mean, a tra- a Travis Etienne was getting beat up. I mean, those guys were out there giving it their all. And, and, and they weren't sleeping on us. Like you said, I mean, 17 nothing first quarter. I mean, that, that's, that doesn't look like sleeping to me. Looks like maybe Syracuse <laughs> was sleeping and they finally woke up. Right? I mean, what the hell? Right. So, yeah. uh, anyway, um, by the way. I, I love Captain Patrick. I love Tim. I'm just messing with you guys. At Q stand 44 D played great, but it, it's always the little things. Greenwood drop, Hackett drop, Rex three picks and one fumble. Tucker is a great running back. By the way, yeah, you know, you, you think about some of those things, the interception uh, you touched on with Greenwood and then Hackett. Why didn't we see the receiver trick play when it was 27-21? to 21? Why do you run a wildcat package on fourth and one with Nikeem versus Clemson uh, with Nike versus the Clemson front? Look, I saw this, so I didn't say anything yet. And I saved it for last. That fourth and one play is, was terrible. It, it was terrible. Why do we, why do we keep continue uh, to do this? Another fourth and one where we run up the middle, but this time we didn't just run up the middle. We did it in a wildcat position with one of the smallest guys on the field. Against all those big, burly Clemson defensive guys, I mean, no fastest too though. True. Then go with the and, outside. Uh, <laughs> touche. I mean, it was one I of mean, those
2: things. <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, I don't know. Every single time we've gone for it on fourth and one, it's, I feel like it hasn't been like a spread out and maybe try to get somebody open and give a uh, quarterback a chance to to run or, or make something happen. It's always uh we get down there. Like we're the physically more, more physically imposing team. Right. and The other team just blitzes everybody and we don't go anywhere. So
5: yeah, you got 10 guys in the box and we're going to, we're going to take you, well, take you on with our depleted offensive line. And yeah, well, I mean, I'd rather,
2: yeah, I'd rather see what they did versus what they've done. I mean, I know one way or another, uh, nobody's seen that. That's a look that we haven't seen or shown anybody. And um, I can understand why they wanted to kind of throw it out there. for so, you know,
5: I get it. Still think I, I still not, not still, I don't agree with it. I'm sorry. Not that I don't agree going for it. I just think, I just think a play call was, was awful, but that's the only one I got to complain about. So that's it, Joe. Anything else? Last no word. Man. Last word for Joe. No, no man is well, the last I word. Think, I think, yeah, um, that I, means was,
2: I oh. just saw one thing. I just saw one thing. Oh, All boy. right, Okay. Time okay. of possession, right? Uh-huh. I think this kind of proves to everything. Time of possession, I think they had 31 and some change. We had like 28 and some change.
5: That's awesome. So,
2: yeah. So that's kind of proved exactly, you know, what we were talking about last, not just us, but a lot of people with this fan base and everything, is that we just can't go fast when we don't have the personnel to do it, and we got to change our philosophy to make us competitive and – Again, I think that it was a, definitely a step in the right direction, and I think that there's a lot of people pleasantly surprised, and um, hopefully that there's there's more to some more to come.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll see if we can. We got two games coming up at home, and we'll talk about those. We will see you back here for the Wake Forest preview. I want to go ahead and thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks to BetOnline.ag and mainscape.com thanks to all of you for Joe I'm Sean we're out Pete Pete I said peace sounded like you said Pete